They have gone so wild. And it's like... I, said, I was laughing all day. <laughs> Some of, no, did you see the one no-fly list one today? Yes. They was... Ooh, those honkies are oh, so You treat me like a black person. I'm like... Yeah, they well know. They, they know. know and they, they know, know and that's how you know they know what they're doing. When mm-hmm. Because it's like, hmm, okay, you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then the one with the horns, his mother was in the news today talking about he hasn't eaten because they don't have anything right here to get. Wait, could, uh, can you repeat that? The one with the horns? Yeah. The shaman? He hasn't eaten. His mother was in the news today talking about he hasn't eaten because they don't have anything organic in jail. I'm what? like, bitch, you. So you want to go to the jail with Martha Stewart? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Martha Stewart went to jail. <laughs> you thought he was going to country club. Like you broke. Like, what you think was in jail? You went so like a golf ball, like. You stormed the Capitol without being invited. Oh, there goes the door there. Hold on. No problem. This is Shannon. This is Kamani. Welcome to Drinking with Blaze. <laughs> and Happy New Year. Honky Kong is taking over. The honkies have gone wild. I repeat, to the bunker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, it's, I mean, it's not funny because, like, what happened was fucking crazy and it's still crazy. Uh huh. Yeah, and we're gonna <laughs> 2021 for real. Like we are someone's part two. Right. Someone was like, this is season two premiere of 2020 is was so predictable. Just kept going and like this weird like just a lot. But how are you? How is your end of 2020 into 2021 before we get into this mess? Uh, it was okay. I didn't really like celebrate or nothing. Like I fell asleep. I was dozing off by the time it hit like 12.01. So I, I was in my bed by like 12.15. Yeah, I tried to it go- It was very was, uneventful. Yeah, I tried to go to bed. I went to bed early, but I was woken up by fireworks. Oh. So got fireworks out here. And that I literally woke up at 12. I was like, damn. And then of course, because of I was getting such deep sleep. I was up until like three or four in the morning. Mm-hmm. I slept for five hours. Right. So it's like, oh, you're, it's time to be awake. You have enough sleep to function. Mm-hmm. And I've been recovering ever since. Now I'm like sleeping five hours super early and then waking up at one o'clock and then having to stay up till like three or four till I can get up. Uh, I hate winter. <laughs> At least in the summer, like I could stay up because the sun's still up and there's no problem. Right. 
in winter, it's just dark at three o'clock and you're just like, I just want to sleep now until like tomorrow when the sun comes back up. But yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like last year, this time, we were like, are we going to go to war with Iran? And this year we upgraded to having a whole fucking coup attempt take place in the U.S. That was, it's so wild. Like everything about it is just wild. Like the fact that they even got into the building to yes. do all of that. Yes. And if you just woke up out of like, I don't know, or came from like a sojourner or you were just like disconnected from reality for like for however long if you have not heard last wednesday january 6th a bunch of 45 supporters they were protesting against the electoral college results being certified saying that joe biden won the fair election won fair and square but they were uh, thousands of them descended on dc to protest and I don't even know how much, but a bunch of them, like thousands, hundreds of them, managed to break into the Capitol, break wall windows, like climb walls. Like you can see them behind Shannon if you if you see the video. <laughs> like, Look at them. <laughs> and then the one with the guy that fell, I was like, whatever. Go ahead, fall. Like. And you know what's so crazy? As when this was happening, I was sharing a post about the guy that blew up the AT&T, like the RV in Christmas, and how no one talked about it. Because it's some- Oh, I didn't know about that. Janet, like this guy, so this is all connected. He's another 45 supporter, QAnon. He didn't even know the story. Apparently AT&T in their world was like bad, and he wanted to like attack AT&T. So he had like an RV full of explosives and he was like announcing, telling people to evacuate the area, there's a bomb. And then like decimated a block in Nashville. And like, it's barely been talked about on the news. Like no one has even talked about it that much. Like, can you imagine if this was a Muslim person or any Arab or someone that was black or even someone like MS, like not even MS-13, someone that's just like Latino, Latinx, we would have been hearing all about this for like five weeks straight. Like, what about the Muslim threat? Thing <laughs> so single nation um, national news network would be talking about this, not just Fox. Mm -hmm. White man, and he died. It's like, oh, ne moving on. Next case. <laughs> I was sharing that when this was going on, and I was like, what? Mm -hmm. But of course, like it's like you're shocked that you're not shocked. Right. If anyone that can break into the Capitol, it's them. And it's white people. It. Like the fact that it was four deaths and they were saying that two of the, huh? I think it's five or six now. Oh, it's more? Yeah. Wow. Where I'm not sure. Well, I'll be busy, but wow. What <laughs> I said, I guess I wasn't keeping up. Well, I'll be, I do be busy, but wow. Uh, no, I think that's what I said. The fact that it was four deaths. Yeah, the fact that it was four deaths and how many people arrested, but now it's more deaths. So it's just, yeah. yeah. And it was saying, oh yeah, that's what I was saying. 
They were saying that two of the people were officers or something like that? So one of them got killed. He was like bashed in the head by with a fire extinguisher. And it's just like crazy when you think of it. Mm-hmm. And you see when you watch the videos, they're like, we're the ones that were protecting you. We were the ones defending you. We support the cops. Black Lives Matter does it. You should let us do this. And it's just like entitlement. Yeah. Fuck you guys today, huh? Yeah, no, literally. And that's like, really just fucked up. No one tweeted it that Blue Lives Matter was never about police. It was always about just silencing Black Lives Matter. Same thing with All Lives Matter. It was just about making people stop talking about Black Lives Matter. It's like, what is it about Black Lives that make them so uncomfortable? Black people. It's like, and, what, like it, you just see us and you just get scared or like, do we intimidate like other races? <laughs> like you just gonna just be like, just wake up this morning and just be like, yo, I really hate black people. Yes, that's really, hey, really huh? that's literally. I don't wake up and say I I, I hate white people. That's like, literally you know? all it is. That's literally all it is. Because shit is weird. We've seen the video of the guy on from the hashtag no fly list saying like he was being arrested and he's like, you're treating me like a black person. And it's like we live rent free in their minds. Yes, they know what they do. They know how they view black people. They know that black people aren't treated equal in this country. That equality doesn't even exist. But they're okay with it, and they want that. They want that inequality. So that's why they gravitated towards "Make America Great Again." And that's why when people tried to gaslight us and saying like, "Oh, not all people that voted for him are racist," I'm like. I don't know. <laughs> and for the black people that vote for them and like I swear it's just sad. That is That's very sad. sad right? It's very sad because forget all that tax shit and all, just forget all that shit. You're not about to sit here and tell me that's okay. And then you did see the one and two black people in the crowd. And it's just like have like, y'all seen like the shit that you know I forgot what they call it with where they cut the head off. What they call that thing? A guillotine? Yes. I've seen a picture and they had one. They had a- I'm like, now there's a black person in this crowd. How do you feel comfortable in this crowd? They had a, you mean the, the noose? They had a noose. No, 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 they had a guillotine. Really? I, I, if I could find a picture, I'll, I'll send it. But like, I was like, what? I said, no, what? Which honky put that in the back of their pickup truck? <laughs> no, it's it's really crazy when you think about all the props that they had, like the mm-hmm. guy that had the flex cuffs, so the cuffs that are used for mass arrest. Like, why would you have that going into the Congress halls? Why mm-hmm. would you have to do with those? Like, you would only bring those if you intend to use them. All right. Like, the Congress people, like... What and then you construct like so I didn't see the guillotine, but I did see the news, the gallows. Like, what are you gonna do with that? And why is it right outside the Capitol? Who who allowed them to build it? Why was nothing done? And so that's why a lot of people like there's definitely some sort of people were in on it. Because mm-hmm. because it went too smooth. Too smooth. Like we saw how they were, the Capitol Police responded last June, July, 
to mm-hmm. in DC. They had full camo camo or outfits out. There were right. like thousands of them. And then how all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, there's only like five of us protecting the whole capital. <laughs> and it's like if and, and this the whole country, five people. <laughs> just five. Not to- both my hands, just one. Right. <laughs> if you have ever been to DC on a regular day pre-COVID, you know how hard it is to get too close to the Capitol or even anywhere down that area. Like you get too close, they tell you you gotta turn around. And you're like, oh, okay, gotta go. Uh, there was that case of the black woman that was shot because she made a wrong turn a few years ago. So when they people are saying like they were understaffed, I'm like, this don't make no sense. Exactly. No sense. But like, in addition, like the, the guy that took the Confederate flag into the Capitol, and this is something that's really important. That never even happened during the Civil War. Mm-hmm. This is the first time the Capitol has been breached since the War of 1812, and specifically in the year 1814, I think. Right. It's like a really momentous thing. And we're already seeing so many in the media, Republicans especially, and some Democrats trying to like, oh, we need to move on. We need to unify. Move on. We need to heal the nation. It's like, fuck out of here. No, we won't sit and talk about this honky shit. Move on. Like, that's just saying all lives matter again. Right. Like, oh, peace. And it's, and it's important to note what was going on before, right? So we had all these senators and Congress people literally denying the results of an election where their candidate lost and Joe Biden won fair and square. Um, and I'm sure Kiana will talk about this more when she comes on next week. But it's very important to note that a large number of Black people and other people of color voted for Joe Biden. And it's not the art, it's not lost on me that this majority white supremacist movement is against those people voting and has and the Republican Party in general has actively put roadblocks in place to prevent black people, people of color from being able to vote for years now. Mm-hmm. So when they're trying to overturn the election and say, like, no, Joe Biden didn't win because fraud fraudulent votes and all this BS. It's like they're really just saying like too many black people voted. And we saw that in Detroit where they were trying to certify the election and then the two Republicans on the committee voted that the, the election couldn't be certified. And then the black Detroit people tore their asses up on that Zoom call saying like, y'all ain't gonna do this. Y'all will mm-hmm. not vote in Detroit. What? It's like a very, it's been a very big concerted effort on multiple levels. So, yeah. Congress people, Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, all these people, like there were like 126 in the House alone that mm-hmm. they, they don't want to certify the election. That's fucking dangerous. They gave a lot of power to these people. Yeah. And now they're trying to back away, like, oh, I don't know. Oh, oh well, it's just. Yeah. Listen, I'm just, I'm expecting another event i'm really like and it's sad to even say but they this is i feel like we just put fuel to the fire now and Mm -hmm. it's just it's just going to spread and 
that's the problem that the Democrats don't realize. They have waited very long. I understand there's certain procedures. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, as a non-politician, non but as a historian, this should have been addressed on Thursday. Like they worked through the night, filed those articles of impeachment Thursday. They should not be trying to wait for Mike Pence or anybody to do the 25th Amendment. That should be like secondary. I, hold on, I think my food is here. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just been a lot in terms of everything that was happening at the, like, it, like people are calling it insurrection and yes, that's the technical term in the constitution, but it's an attempted coup. If this was any other country where the outgoing president tried to prevent the incoming president from being come president, we would be called, everybody would be talking about it. But because it's America, everyone's like, oh, it's insurrection or, oh, it's a riot. No, this is like the definition of an attempted coup. Yet just because it didn't succeed does not mean anything less than a coup attempt. Mm -hmm. for, the view, for the listeners, how would you uh, define a I would define a coup as any attempt by a political entity, a military, the president, to circumvent the will of the people and maintain power, take over governance. And that's broad. And I'm sure there's a better definition, but I would define a coup. So typically we've seen military dictatorships where the military takes over the government. We've seen that before. Um, in this case, in the U.S., it's really interesting, as other people have explained, we have three different branches of government, which are supposed to be checks and balances, right? So we have mm -hmm. the, which is the president and his cabinet, the legislative, which is the both houses of Congress and like everyone that does that, and then the judicial branch. And these are supposed to be the checks and balances. To a degree, the checks and balances have managed to contain and stop the president, because remember, he lost the election and then he took it to the courts. And he appointed all these judges, so it was like this big concern that he was going to be able to win in the courts. And the courts unanimously, even to the people he's appointed to the Supreme Court, struck down or denied to review anything that he said. So, yes, those were able to manage and prevent him from grabbing on power. So the last chance he had, really, was to galvanize and rev up his followers to I literally just attack the legislative branch, the people that certify the election. And what's really important is like, what happens on January 6th after an election year is just ceremonial. Like Biden is gonna be president regardless. This is, uh, people are trying to get Mike Pence to like throw out the ballots. Like that's not how it works. He just literally counts them as a ceremonial role. And before now, like this has never been like such a big thing, but because Trump has, and this is, and this is really important. A year ago, like if we really look at this from last year, he has been planning on trying to circumvent the, the election process. Like even before, I remember he was at like a rally saying like, oh, I wish I could run for a third or 2024 and then 2028 and whatever, or five more times. And it's like, what? And he was, mm. people thought, and this people thought he was like cute and he's like, oh, it's just a joke. No, oh, yeah. that's what authoritarians mm -hmm. do. Like they test the boundaries that they can go with.
You see, this is why he became president in the first place, because people thought exactly. this shit was a joke. Right. And people didn't take him seriously. Well, white people. Because I think a lot of black people and Mexican people and, and indigenous people, when he once he said, make America great again, and they're not sending their best and whatever he said in that first speech on June 2015, we knew. It was like, oh, this man, oh. And they would listen to him. And you saw how he beat back all the Republicans that were establishment, that had followings, that people really wanted. He beat all of them by just being the nastiest human being that he is. Basically. Just being his nasty ass self. And so going back to like the coup, his last hope was really to just turn his followers on the legislative branch, the one branch of government that was left that was checking his power. And you have people when they were storming the Capitol saying, hang Mike Pence. You, I don't know if you saw that video. No. Video of people saying, hang Mike Pence. They will pull it. And this is why, honestly, several things, several thoughts about defund the police and Blue Lives Matter. Like they pulled the police officer down and they were hitting him with crutches. It was just like, these are the people that were like yelling at Black Lives Matter saying Blue Lives Matter. What? <laughs> they only want, and this is, they only want police to brutalize. Yes, they only want police officers to brutalize people that aren't white. And that that's the thing. They, that's the thing. They have no problem with Black people being shot by police, and they will never care, not come up with excuse after excuse, day after day. But like, how could you live your life like that? Like, it just bothers me. It does. Because it's like, you don't see us as human at all, even to this day. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think this is an important point I want to mention, because so often we look at like the supporters and we pick out like the rural people like from Arkansas and da 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 and middle of nowhere that flew to DC. But there was a, a son of a judge there. There were a bunch of rich people there. There's a lot of people with careers. Exactly. Rich white people were there that were like protected. Like, and this is, and I'm not gonna go into the details of fascism. I'll leave that for next week with Kiana. Um, but there, that'll be a good conversation with her. There's a lot of wait, wait, what'd you say? I said that'll be a good conversation with her. Right. There's a lot of people that were rich, rich or had money and are very invested in this politics. And because a lot of times when we were talking about Trump these past four years, we thought it was just the uneducated. He loves the uneducated. And it's like, well, no, he still got 75 million, 70 or however many million people voted for him. A large chunk of this country voted for him and not all of them are uneducated. Mm -hmm. This country, Republican and all, decided that he is the better choice to Joe Biden because I don't even know. Like, because even the business people were saying Joe Biden was better for the stock market. Yeah. So at that point, it's like, y'all really just wanted for the racism. I'm just waiting for the moment where Joe Biden claims that this is a recession that's going on. Well, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll see. He'll probably give out the checks and expect everyone to be back at work. All right, I give you your checks. <laughs> We we just gonna. Yeah, we can talk about the Joe Biden conversation because I don't feel like it, this is such a great improvement either. But I'm very concerned about Joe Biden in this moment. 
because and that like again this will be more for next week mm-hmm. we need someone that's willing to be bold in the aftermath of this that's willing to like break the back of fascism as some people say crack down mm-hmm. white supremacy finally instead of trying but to i don't i just don't feel like that begins with joe biden though i don't i don't think he had like his political instinct his whole political career has been about compromise and looking at the good in people but you cannot you literally cannot have a society where you think everyone is good and equal when half of that society wants to kill the other half because of no other fault then they're just different mm-hmm. half the society wants to kill the other people because they're not white they're not christian they're not straight they're not even men so they barely tolerate their own women you can't have uh you can't really have a you don't have a society that's working so Joe Biden and Democrats calling for unity or listening to the Republicans like saying like, oh, we need to unify. You can't unify with that. Because then like, I can't even remember the um, Zerling Hurston um, quote right now, but something about pain. If you don't tell them that you're in pain, they're gonna, they're gonna kill you and say you enjoyed it. And that's basically what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot. It's like, even there were like people there with like anti-Semitic slogans and anti-Semitic signs um, saying like Camp Auschwitz and then on the back it said staff, like what the fuck? Like how, like, and then- They had it so planned out to the T. Yes. That and- I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I kind of like the design of the shirts. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. They, they planned it out. They planned that it out. People drove out there. Oh, they knew. They knew that. Different like, states. That one lady that got shot, she drove from California. She drove from California. California to DC. Hmm. And people were like talking about how to bring in guns. DC has like such strict gun. It's just like white, and the fact that and. This, so much, and this is why we have a two-part, this is a two-part episode. These white people were able to break into the Capitol, get away with it, and then they just walk home, most of them. Some of them- were, We didn't even talk about the uh, FBI yet. Oh, right, wait, we getting there. That's and what, that's where I got mad, because I'm not surprised at what happened at all. Right. But the FBI, are you serious? Can you all help us identify- Hi guys, we need your help. We need your help to identify these people. Excuse- no, the fuck you don't. <laughs> Excuse me, like there was a whole like there's been whole jokes about like oh my FBI agents listening on my phone. Like y'all, the Patriot Act, y'all did all this stuff after 9 11. And now you're like, oh, I don't know. Someone told me no. <laughs> oh, we're so weak. We don't have any resources. And I have a theory about why that is. Like, one, I think they want more money to be pumped into their system. So they're going to pretend like they don't have enough resources. Yes, Trump cut the funding or Department for Domestic Terrorism and White Supremacy. Really? Yeah, like he did something like that early on. But at the same, like, on one of the many things he did early on. But 
at the same time, y'all been able to function on bare bones apparently and target Muslim people. So someone was talking about how her friend had made a joke to her in person about going to like Jordan and taking a guided tour of Jordan by one of the extremist groups, a joke or something. The FBI showed up at her house like two weeks later. And then the FBI also showed up at a friend of a friend's house, put that friend on the no-fly list and that friend couldn't leave the no-fly list until recently. So when you tell me that, when the FBI is like, we need your help to identify these people and like citizens- Y'all know exactly who they were. Citizens across this country have been doing like their whole Facebook pages, Instagrams, like dedicated to identifying people and like trashing their businesses, whatever. But the FBI is like literally one of the most powerful organizations in this country. Mm-hmm. Like they have the NS, they have all these resources. And a lot of activists have rightfully been saying that we cannot just give the FBI or these organizations more money because that money will now be, they, yes, they will say it's going to be to counteract domestic terrorism but it will be, end up being used against black and brown people, people protesting for their rights to live or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, I don't know. What did you, did you, hmm? did you have something to add to that? Um, no, it's just the fact that like, you know, even if you type different little keywords in, you know they they're coming. Do. They know what you're doing. I don't know if they took the filter off, or what? And just act like they didn't see the shit, or deleted the data, or whatever. Whatever Trump probably told them to do. And th- this is another thing: the the governor of Maryland, I think, was requesting mm-hmm. the National Guard to DC to curtail it, and the Pentagon told him no. So this is where it starts getting like all these things are coming out piece by piece. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to keep track of everything that Trump has done and since 2017. But even within the last nine weeks, like with a few weeks ago, he fired like a bunch of people in the Pentagon. So now my mind is immediately going like, oh my gosh, these are all the new people that Trump appointed. So of course they're not going to send the, the National Guard to stop his supporters. It's just like so crazy. And it make like, it's terrible, but it makes sense that they would do. And it seems to be a concerted effort. It doesn't seem. I feel like it's a concerted effort. I feel like it was planned. I feel like there were a lot of people that were complicit in it, that knew about the plan. They were like, one of the new Congress- My mom was saying, I'm sorry to cut you off. Go, 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 go ahead. But my mom was saying that this, she saw like a video of like the, the I guess the people that was guarding the uh, Capitol, like motioning people to get in. Now, I'm going to go look for that video. I, I want to see. <laughs> Unless they took it off or whatever. But she says she's seen a video like this. It's all, yeah. They, it's, it's scary when you think about it because they destroyed all the media. The regular media, they were like yelling at them and t- saying kill the media. Like, fake news. All these things that he has been like drumming up since 2015. Like the fake lying media. They were like destroying their thousand dollar cameras. Like, you know, those boxy cameras that they've been using, they destroyed all of them. So it was really, we're really reliant on one, the people being stupid and recording their own treason and crimes and posting it on Instagram or whatever. 
And two, the people that were undercover, like the white people that were undercover there filming and like posting that shit and saying mm-hmm. that. It, oh, the, uh, the recording kind of cut off a little bit. Oh yeah, it, that is what was kind of going on. I don't know. It just like, surprising. And yes, life goes on for us regular folk on the ground at least now. Like, cause I know Phil, like Phil, mm-hmm. Phil, just like carve off jersey and keep us safe. Like it's just. <laughs> It is just crazy. And like honestly, the fact that we had to go to work the next day and like act like nothing had happened. I was literally at work and I was like, yeah, they're they're attacking the Capitol. And then like my coworkers like, oh, look at those thugs. Right. Hooligans. Right. People were pissing, like someone said there was shit smearing on the wall. Have you seen that picture I posted? Which one? They have like the room and they have like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like legit, like people had shit smeared on the wall. Nancy, the guy that was in Nancy Pelosi's chair took her mail, which is a federal offense. But I don't know. Like, what the hell? Like, you, if you take anyone else's mail from their mailbox, you could be charged with this. But like, for the Speaker of the House, what? Um, little other smaller things that were going on that showed that it was kind of like some concerted effort, like the the House Whip, who was like the third ranking Democrat, Jim Clyburn, who most people don't know, mm-hmm. an office that's hidden, and people found their way to his office. So someone had had to give them that insider information. Also, the new congressperson that's from Georgia, who's like QAnon crazy, she was tweeting, she tweeted out to her followers that Nancy Pelosi has left the chambers when they were storming the Capitol. And this is why people like Cori Bush, who's also a new congressperson, like introduced a like an, I don't know what is the official term, but she introduced a bill to officially re- expel those people from Congress as per Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. And I'm not going to get into all of that because I'm preparing for my class, so I'm getting really hyped up. But like, that is, that's something that's in the Constitution. If someone, if someone in Congress acts in a seditious way, they can be expelled from Congress. But now Republicans are saying, oh, let's get moved past it and be friends. And someone on Twitter today said, the last time we had unity is how... I don't know. Someone said on Twitter the last time that we had unity is how we got Jim Crow, which is so true. Mm-hmm. In the aftermath of the Civil War, white people got tired of weaker Reconstruction, whether they were pro on the Union side or in the South, and they were like, oh, fuck the Black people. Let's just end this Reconstruction business and get back to like being able to love white people. And of course, Black people suffered. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing that can happen right now. And that's why it's so important that we, that it's not even us. Like our politicians have to be better. And it feels like we only have a few people that are actually telling them what to do that's right. 
Um, we can't unite with them. You have to expel these 100 and something people and allow Republicans to complain about it, allow them to say that you're censoring them and whatever, allow them to lie. They, they're gonna lie either way. Exactly. <laughs> like, this is, this is That's the sad part. Either way, it's a lie. <laughs> Either way, they're going to lie and call you a socialist. So it's better you do the right thing and be let them lie and call you a socialist because either way, they're going to do that. And it's then in the aftermath, you do the right thing by giving people what they need so they vote for you and telling them, like, listen, we're trying. Like, if, I guarantee you, if you get, if someone said this, if Democrats decided to pass, like, universal basic income for everyone in the country, they would probably never lose again because Republicans will be against it and we'll try to take it off. But most people, even Republican voters, would want that $1,000 or whatever to go away. So Democrat. But Democrats are so scared of what Republicans are going to do and trying to work with them. It's like, like... We try to work with... like I won't, I won't say we because I don't think... I, I don't consider myself a Democrat, but right. the Democrats is always willing to, oh, let's, let's try to work together and stuff. They're not trying to work with us. Not all. Just, let's just do our own thing and have the input every once in a while, I guess. And I want to say this. I, I think it's really important that what happened on Wednesday it kind of overshadowed some great news that came out of Georgia. It did kind of, it really did overshadow some great-, great It did overshadow. Because Georgia is a red state. And states mm -hmm. the election in 2018, I think, because it was stolen from her, let's be honest. Like Darian um, was, he talked about how his ballot was sent back the day before the election saying it was rejected. And he mm -hmm. by mail ever before that. So, Abrams lost, and she really went to work with turning, flipping Georgia blue and showing that it, these states that are red aren't red because people are voting for red, but most of the people are being suppressed. Mm -hmm. They're not being counted. And there needs to be a concerted effort in these states to actually flip the states so that we can get a more progressive country. And she did that. I had a friend that went down there. I feel really proud that he was able to do that. And like, mm -hmm. better that we have a fighting chance to be able to at least hopefully pass some progressive legislation. Because again, it falls down to Democrats doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. To do the, like help people. Because now we have to rely on Kamala breaking every time, which means all 50 of the Democrat senators, Democratic senators have to vote on the same, like, line, which of course, Joe Manchin in West Virginia, I don't know about his ass, but all that stuff. But I really want to shout out to Georgia people for voting in Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff, the first black man senator from Georgia ever. And the mm -hmm. Jewish like person, I think Jewish man from Georgia as well, like mm -hmm. major from a state. And this is what was like, I'm sorry. Um, they were used to this be is what I was trying to um, tell people. I said, look, we still have a long way to go. We're still making first right. in like positions like current day. <laughs> like we still have such a long way to go. Like we have to expect this this 
this uh, fight back from, from the other group of people. We're just going to have to expect that. Some people just get so upset, like, oh, well, why? The history is still going on. Like, we still aren't in places yet. Like, we still, we still have to come and go. Exactly. Exactly. We're still making first, like you said. Like, a bunch of the stuff has not even happened yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when Black people got, uh, I guess Black people and I guess women, like, when, how long ago was we able, like, when did we get that right? The vote? Mm-hmm. Black women? Black, black people and, I guess, women. It went to 1960. What was the Civil Rights Act? I want to get this right. I should get this right. Someone said 55 years ago, but I wasn't sure of the numbers. But I know it's recent. Um, Civil Rights Act was 1964. Voting Rights Act of 1965. So around that time, yeah, like 50-ish years ago. That's Man, what, people have lips to this. Right. There are people that are 70 years old from like rural Alabama or from Alabama that are black who remembers when they couldn't go vote. Mm-hmm. They just, they just got to stay home and let the white people decide. <laughs> so this is not that long ago. And I think so many, well, one, white people, they want us to feel like it's that long ago. Like, oh, why do we keep bringing that up? It is not that long ago. This country, if we think about it, the U.S. is not that old of a country. It's really not. 200 something years is not that long for a country to be in existence. Mm-hmm. For how many thousands of years? Like, I think. I feel like the day I see that we get rid of these lifetime positions, I feel like I'll be my, I'll be a happier camper. I think that's important. <laughs> like. At least term for the Supreme Court, if not expanding the court. If we're going to expand the court, at least put term limits on them because what's going to happen is we're going to have Amy Coney Barrett on there for how God knows how long. Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, they're going to be there for how long? And they might not be Trump loyalists anywhere, but we've seen how Clarence Thomas occupies a seat that was previously held by Lord, what is this fucking, how do I forget his name? (laughs) (laughs) What? I hate when this happens. What is his name? This is ridiculous. I need to look this up. Oh, that smells like sauce. Thurgood Marshall. He occupies the seat that was first occupied by Thurgood Marshall, who helped pass, who helped argue Brown versus Board of Education, which ended, helped end segregation. And we've seen how Thurg, um, how Clarence Thomas has like completely gone to the complete right of Thurgood Marshall in terms of policy of being a roadblock to any sort of progress in this country. We see that. And so having those three people here is going to be a big problem. And I don't know. Yeah. While this kind of, this coup attempt happened and people are already talking about 
like while we were on recording, Trump officially declared a state of emergency until January 24th. And I think that some people are saying that Mike Pence probably told him he has to do this. But at the same time- He did time, it. Huh? He did that just now. Yeah, like a few hours, like a few minutes ago. But state of emergency for what? Because of the violence against Biden. <laughs> the presumed violence against Biden. I, but he's also going to go give a speech at near the, the border wall in Texas soon. So I'm like, he's just lying. You can't trust this man. He has consistently shown that he will do something and then throw like some a small bone to like people like, oh, see, now he's being presidential. Democrats stop being mean to him. And then he will go continue to be evil. Like after Charlottesville, he said there were people on good people on both sides. What are you talking about? The other side of Nazis and the other people are kind of protesting against Nazism and like fascism. There are no two. <laughs> and then after Wednesday, he said he loves them. But but anyways, I don't want to because this is going to be a two part episode. And I don't know. It's been an interesting five days. And like I said, when um, when Trump got elected, the first thing I said is, listen, when these people start fighting, we got to fight back. And like, shit has just popped off. <laughs> and I believe we should all have a gun license. So, yeah. I'm, I and it's just like, it's not, and I, I, it's something I never thought about like before. Like, oh, let me get a gun like type thing. Cause I never felt like I was in danger. Right. But now it's just like, yo, I don't know where these people coming from. I don't know what they're planning to do. And I feel like we should be able to protect ourselves in this situation because these people know how to shoot. They hunt, they go to the, the range, they do all that extra shit. So but I think now oof, oof, oof. I think it's interesting because if you talk to any black person in the South, mm -hmm. it's like normal for them. They know it. They, I think it's just more of us in the North because we won. Our police will literally lock us up and shoot us if they find out we even have a gun. Mm-hmm. It's legal. So that's Different my- rules and regulations. Right, well, that's my big hesitation. Like, even if I got one, I saw Philando can still tell the officer that, oh yeah, I have, I'm licensed to carry the guns in the, the trunk and still get shot and killed. So for me, it's like, well, what's the point? But I understand the sentiment and I, it's something I've thought about. Like, I don't know how effective, if I will end up doing it, but it is something I thought about. And I think if people feel comfort in it and they're able to keep it safe or whatever, all, like that's another thing. We're, I'm worried, more worried about kids getting their hands on it. Yeah. It is something to think about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's breaking up. I said I, I am getting a sword, so who knows? <laughs> do you know how to swing it though? I think I do. I I, I use some <laughs> do you have any recommendations? No, not really. I ha I've just been so busy and tired and then with the baby, he just uh, cut two, two, 
teeth at the bottom. So I've just been sleeping. <laughs> I haven't been able to really watch anything. Right. But uh, I've been on that Clubhouse uh, app. Which yeah, I want to tell you <laughs> after Oh, okay. After, let's talk about that. Yeah, because it's one of those topics that, uh, well, you know the topic, and you right. know how those conversations go. We gotta do a, another version, an updated a revisit. Yes, because it, I feel like it's a lot, and a lot has happened in the three years since we talked about it. So, yeah, Clubhouse is only on um, Apple iPhone, so I don't think. I'm gonna get it. Like I just, there was the person that made the whole meme of like, oh yeah, uh, thank y'all so much. I know there's hitters on the in the room. Did you see this? The video of this girl pretending to like, I know there's hitters on the call and blah blah. blah. It's just ridiculous. I'll try to find it and send it to you. And I can imagine Listen, people think people think they big shit on on Clubhouse, and it's just like, I get it, but it's like, eh. I just go on there when I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like they do have like different celebrities and stuff on there chatting and stuff you know but it's like you can listen in on some rooms and it's really like you learn certain things right. like I've been in one room their whole mission is to teach uh, women of color how to uh, invest in stocks and stuff like that and they're doing it for free oh that's good so that's one I went to. I like the stock uh, rooms. I, I went to another one. That room was about um, what stocks that you don't know, but it's good to invest in. And people was telling their stories. And I got like a whole list that I want to research and see where I could put my money into. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a cool little app. It's a cool little app. But at night, It's funny as hell. This one room I was in was Precious Auditions. What? <laughs> oh no. Someone was Precious uh, Flip Flop. Somebody was Fried Chicken. <laughs> Somebody was The Pigeon. <laughs> well, I said I was in tears. Is it like early Twitter where it was just kind of like wild? The wild? Is it no, more to me, it's definitely more organized. Okay. Because people, I guess they have like Facebook groups outside of it. They have their own right. thing. And like, I guess Clubhouse is an extension of whatever right. company they have. So uh, that's, I guess, how that's how people network and get their name out there. And I guess talk about different topics and stuff like that. But yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've like I've been watching Bridgerton. Like everybody's watched it. It's okay for me. It's okay. Only because I'm a historian. I think I, I watch it with a little bit more of a critical eye. And like it's nice, but I'm kind of not big into romance shows. Like I like a little everybody knows I like a little drama, a little chaos, a little manipulation. And this show's a, <laughs> a little mess. A little mess. I, like, see, I've been starved of messing other people's lives. Like, Listen, I know. <laughs> I miss like a little. I need a little mess. I miss like hearing people argue on the train, turning my headphones off, and listening to it. And being like, oh my gosh, what? Really? Damn. 
really? I felt like it fed my soul. But now I'm just home alone by myself. And it's like, I don't, I don't, the only mess I got is my own personal mess. <laughs> it's just not like the same. But Bridgerton, it's okay. I'm, it's all right. There's this show on Showtime for anybody that got Showtime called Your Honor. It's pretty wild. It's kind of crazy. It's annoying. Um, but I suggest that. And if you're like a big Star Wars nerd, um, the whole new High Republic stuff that they got coming out, I think it's pretty cool. Like I'm listening to the book, The Light of the Jedi, which I think is nice. And I think, uh, oh, this is like a side note. The prequels were right in terms of <laughs> and, and one that wants to know what's going on in our country right now, watch the prequels and look at like, don't pay attention to all the Jedi stuff actually, pay attention to all the politicking stuff that's going on that's boring that people don't like. Cause that explains how we got, we are currently, where we currently are in the fictional setting. But I like the light of the Jedi going back to what I was saying, like this new series. Cause it's kind of like the Jedi are kind of really optimistic and they aren't really corrupt like they were in the Star Wars prequels. And it seems pretty nice. I have the audiobook and the, the regular book. So I'm like reading the book while it reads to me because I can't read anymore apparently because um, grad school like destroyed my brain. Mm. Yeah, that's what, those are my main recommendations. Yeah. So. Sure. <laughs> Do I have anything? No, I really don't. As like I said, I've just been going to work. Uh, they be making you come all the, the way to do accounting? Huh? They making you come all the way in to do accounting? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I do the whole thing on the computer. Make right. <laughs> just walk in. Just walk in. You were just being a mask the entire time? Um. Because we moved to a new office. So, like, where I sit in area at is enough space to where you could just kind of like take a mask off, breathe. Once I like leave that little area, oh, yeah. I put my mask on. They, so, they really make you come into that. Yes, yes. <laughs> I swear. Crazy. Anyway. Thank y'all so much for listening. We know it's been like a pretty hectic week um, so far. Like the longest, like, I don't know, at least past few years, it's like every week is just a year in of itself. <laughs> and it's just chaotic. But please stay safe, wash your hands, uh, take your vitamins, do all that good stuff. And be back with us next week because we will, this will be part two where we continue to talk about what happened, this attempted coup, but also moving into thinking about what the Biden presidency needs to do going forward with Dr. Keanu Nurse. So- you the doctor. Right. The doctors are here. <laughs> you can find <laughs> us on Facebook at Drinking With Blurreds, on Twitter at Drinking W Blurreds, Instagram Drinking With Blurreds, and of course, our blog, drinkingwithblurreds.com. Thank y'all so much. We look forward to having y'all next time. Thank you.